Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. They're doing some construction here at Producer Katie's apartment studio. Not oh, studio apartment. Like a- don't, call it, don't call it a studio apartment. It's an apartment studio. You know what I mean? Like, like some decorative, like a, maybe a light fixture or something? No, I don't. They're like roofing or they're like on top of the roof. So if you hear weird noises, that's what that is. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, but also, I wanted to make myself feel better. So I put this picture in my background of Richard Sherman, you know, against the Niners. Oh, seems like yesterday. Where were you in that moment of the tip? I, the tip you know what? of the world. Where was I? I have no idea. <laughs> That's crazy. How many tequilas you think? <laughs> I, I wasn't wise in my drinking phase at that point. I wasn't put it, on it the tequila the, yet. I was at the very end of the game. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's um, probably why. Yeah. I remember I was just, I was in my house. I was, you know, standing up at the TV. Kirk, uh, you know, um, Colin Kaepernick, right? He drops yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. Lays it towards, uh, what was... Um, Crabtree. Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree. Oh, my God. And Richard, the way he went up and like pirouetted. Oh, I remember more than you do, and I don't remember anything. The way he pirouetted, yeah. though, like the, the, that move. I mean, it was just, it was, it's just, dude, it was like, it was like written in a Hollywood script to be shot for NFL films. It was so beautiful. Well, the one hand, the kind of well, no look. As amazing Jedi as it was, as yeah. amazing as it was, if there's not a hustling Malcolm Smith, to the ball. Oh, of course. We don't know what the finish is. Of course. I knew this had to be a U.S. Shout out to the Trojan MVP yeah. of that Super Bowl. Is this because Richard went to Stanford? Is that what's I mean, going on? A little on? bit. A little bit. Uh-huh. And I want him to sign back, and he still hasn't signed back. Well, we might. Yeah. Come we back might, home, Sherm. By the time this episode airs, he might be a Buccaneer, my friend. What? Get out of here. Yep. Visiting the Buccaneers this week. So, I don't know. By the time we're recording this, I don't know, but. He might be taking his pirouettes to Tampa Bay. That would be unfortunate. <sighs> and Earl, I guess we'll start the show. And Earl Thomas is out there somewhere too. Remember that? Oh, I remember that little guy. What a beast. He's somewhere. Yeah. <sighs> I guess we should play the theme song. Yeah, you're yeah let's go. All right, let's do it. Going now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three, one, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 540 down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's 
Seahawks Podcast on the Believe Sports Network and Brink.tv. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's not thunder you hear over my head. Our uh, the, the producer's apartment is, is being roofed right now over my head. So if you hear rumbling, that's what that is. Um, or it's also just me grumbling still about the Seahawks and all that stuff. I mean, I'm just I'm grumpy. I'm still grumpy, but we have a new uh, week to talk about and a new game to talk about. You know, um, on this episode, everybody, uh, Lee Steinberg, friend of the show, super agent Lee Steinberg, was going to stop by. We had some scheduling stuff, so we'll get him later on the next one. I wanted to talk to him about NILs and stuff like that, but we'll do that a different time. This episode, it's all about the Santa Clara 49ers. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern. He's (laughs) Lofa Tatupa. What's up, buddy? He's not wrong, folks. He's not wrong. <laughs> I just, you know, why not? We got to troll him a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into our predictions for the game coming up this weekend. Um, as the, uh, you know, we head on down there, to take them on. Speaking of predictions, find our game day post on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram? No, on Instagram. Every Seahawks game day Intern Brian puts a post out there on Instagram, and if you guys predict the actual final score, the correct outcome for that upcoming Seahawks game, you got to get your comment in there before kickoff, everybody. And if you nail it perfectly, we will buy you an authentic Seahawks jersey. So enter our final score prediction challenge. Uh, you can also hit us up on the email and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Lofa, we were going to talk to Lee, but instead, and I didn't put this in the rundown, but let's just talk about identity for a second, man, because I think this is the week that this team must try to figure out who they are. Do you agree? I do. I do. Okay. Let's talk about that some more. I mean, what does that really mean? Like, how does a team go about doing that? Because for this team, it's like – you know, preseason, it's like we're going to run the ball, we're going to play defense, we're going to play action, we're going to get rid of the ball quick, and then they come out and they do none of that. Yeah. And it's like, how how does – I guess let's start easy. How does a team even establish an identity to begin with? Is that something that's organic or is that something that happens in the meeting rooms? Take us through that. I mean, just on strengths alone, like where, where are you heavily invested, <laughs> right? And so – you know, I, I think back to uh, like even Atlanta when I was there for a year. You looked around. I mean, you had Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez, um, Julio Jones, and then you had uh, who was, it was um, there was there was two other Harry Douglas. You had like five receivers, so you're gonna throw the ball. And when they have to schematically double some of these guys, Julio had to be doubled, or it's gonna be hell for whatever offense. Tony required your best coverage safety or linebacker, you know? So you got to get creative on defense to stop an offense like that. So you're going to see a lot of six or seven man fronts or box, the people that are within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And anybody can run on that. Anybody can run on six and seven man fronts. Um, And so if they commit an eighth defender, bring the safety down, you got one-on-one outside, one-on-one with uh, Tony. You just, so their identity even though they love to run the ball, they would run it based off of the look they got. Matt Ryan would check into whatever. He's like, all right, well, this is what they're giving us. We're going to take what they give us. And then you see um, some of those running backs go for 15-yard runs. Um, Freeman and then um, Coleman, like 
you know, those weren't first round running backs. I think Freeman was a second or third. Coleman was like a fourth. So that tells me the scheme for what they were seeing, they were able to adjust. So um, that's how you stay balanced, but you have all those weapons. And like right now, you know, as great as Lockett and, and DKR, we are positioned you run the ball until you show me someone who could stop us. Mm-hmm. When you got when you got your horse, the workhorse, Carson, who was squatting 700 pounds in the offseason, and you know, we paid him, paid, brought in some new linemen. Show me that you could stop him, yeah, for less than eight yards to carry, which is what he was averaging at half. Yeah, man. I want to see them put Nick Ballore in front of him. Ooh. I want to see them go old school, and I want to see tough. them run the ball. Nine times in a row, like John Madden style, like just keep pushing uh, the right trigger to flip the play and then push X to run it again. I'm in. I like, mean, I'm talking coach Madden and video game Madden. Go both Maddens on this thing. I mean, formation, power right, power left, run it nine times in a row. I don't care. Yeah. Like you're, you'll prove something to me as a fan, at least. Let's say it doesn't even work. I don't even care at this point. Yeah. I want to prove a point. Who are you? Yeah, but it's the, you know, it it goes hand in hand. And I think from a team standpoint, especially with, you know, the the issues we're having on defense too, you know, we got to shorten these games because our defense can't be out there for 70 plus plays every time. And I know some of that's on them. Some of it's on the offense for not, for only having 11, 12 snaps in the second half. Absolutely. Two games in a row. So. You know, that's – and then, you know, another thing, and we'll get to when we talk about defenses, where are the turnovers? Well, okay, this is where I want to go next, and I also want to remind everyone, email us, seahawkspod at gmail.com. What do you think the identity of this team should be, and how do you think they go about establishing it? We want to hear from you, and we'll read your emails on the air too. So hit us up, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Lofa, that's what I want to do, man. Let's flip the script and talk about the defense oh. because we're talking yeah. about the offense, but what's, what's the defense's identity, man? Like, I, for, well, for my – from, from my couch, they don't hit people like they used to. They're not flying around like they used to. That juice isn't there. Yeah, they're tired, um, <laughs> which is why we've seen some of the poor mechanics or fundamentals like people just throwing a shoulder or, or missing a tackle when, you know, they're usually generally one of our best tacklers, um, like, like Jamal. That's one of the best tacklers in the game. Mm-hmm. And for him to, you know, just glide by that guy, you know, just get a, a piece of him with like the elbow. It's just, that's very uncharacteristic of how he plays ball, how we play ball. Yeah. So, you know, um, that goes, I, I mean, they look tight. They're 11 plays, 15 plays, 12 plays. Those are like the three drives in the second half of that last game. For our so, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So you got oh, no, 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 for, no. For, for our, our defense. So one, we got to get off the field, nine of 14. Um, on third down, that is not cutting it. And then two, turnovers, all right? Big hits and turnovers is how this, the Legion of Boom, you know, the the defense in 13, 14, even as late as 17, 18, you know, our plus turnover margin was like plus seven, plus 10. Well, I mean, talking about identity, isn't one of the identities of Pete Carroll teams go get the ball? turnover thursday or whatever it is right that, i mean you know right you yeah. tell us that was when i was in college you know i played for him a year here too when i was in college that was it's all about the ball that is all that matters we're trying to get a minimum of three turnovers wow. to make to put our position and 
you, you looked at it, I think in 2002, I think we were like plus 17, 2003, we were like plus 20 or 21. And then 2004, my last year, I think we were plus 19. Mm-hmm. So when the margin for error is so great, like there were some games that came down to the wire, even when we won. But like you think about it, without those turnovers, you know, we might get blown out. Yeah. But that so that's how, you know, that's how much it impacts the game. Well, I mean, what's up with that? Because the offense is doing their part when it comes to turnovers. They're not turning the ball over, which is good. You know, but the defense, they're not coming up with, I mean, they're they're not stepping in front of, is that no demand? Is that dropping back in a zone? Is there a scheme thing? They're not even, I'm not even concerned about interceptions. But if they do catch it, because we haven't been we haven't been close enough to somebody to get an interception. So, uh, but if they do catch it, it doesn't mean they have to keep it or hold on to it. It's like go get the ball, pry their fingers. You know, like nothing dirty, but you know, you pull those fingers back, peel them back. We'll see how much he wants to hold on to the ball. And like that's we lived off the turnover. It's an identity thing, though, man. I'm gonna go back to that word. Like far be it for me to call anybody out sitting on my couch, and I understand that I'm a you know radio guy. But I mean, Freddie Swain, man, there was a loose ball after Tyler Lockett goes down. That ball's right in front of him. He kind of bends down and then doesn't jump on it. And two purple shirts come flying in the screen from nowhere and are jumping all over that ball. And it's like a, that's what I mean, man. It's a hustle thing. It's a, it's an energy thing. It's a identity thing. It's a, wh- who are you going to be? And it, it ended up not being a fumble, of course. Right. We yeah. saw that he was down, but in that moment, the referees called it a fumble and he's I standing think, right there. You know, Freddie's a, he's a heads up player. I think he, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he saw that and he was down. All right. I'm just saying we were down by a lot at that point. Body language had changed. And I just, yeah. you know, it's it's concerning as a fan to see that kind of stuff. I notice it. Well, it's, I'm it's sure true. Fans do too. And also, like, you know, I don't the energy, you know, that we're used to seeing of, you know, like when we get a big hit or, you know, which like I said, you know, you haven't seen a whole a lot of them. Yeah. But, you know, Jamal zooming around there, Bobby with all those tackles, like like guys are just like, okay, like just, you know, they're well, tired. Our, it's got to lead me rule, to believe they're tired. Is it also a rule change thing? Is just this is this just the new NFL? Because I'm watching a lot of games. I don't see the the hits and sort it of. It could the, be. Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's all this talk of like the new rules with these. Yeah, it's the taunting. Off, the, well, I just mean all the like on screen well, play and stuff and all the. There's just so many new rules. Football just looks different than it ever has to my eye. And it seems a little slower. A little. Yeah, I. I will say that, and that's what I've heard that a couple times. That even like, as a defense, we we look we appear slow, mm-hmm. and again they've played almost 220 snaps in three games, right, or 240, something like that. It even yeah, so that's almost four full games by the norm when we get in the range of 50 to 60 plays a game. Do you know how exhausting that is? Yeah. It's I do, because in 2008, we did the same thing. <laughs> we we averaged the opposing team, like, averaged 38 minutes a game holding the ball, and we had 22 or whatever and it was. Final record that year? We were 4-12. and 12. We did have 20 guys on IR. Oh, yeah. Not, no, not an excuse. Year, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's not good when the numbers are like that. Yeah, it, is, it isn't. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, let us, we'll let us know what – 
we'll keep an eye on that. Let us know what you guys think. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Let's uh, look specifically, though, now at the game in front of us. Seahawks at Santa Clara on Sunday. I mean, who you got? What are your general thoughts? I mean, the 49ers are 2-1 and one on the season. They lost uh, at the buzzer to Green Bay in front of a primetime audience, so you know they're itching to get back on the field. Uh, what concerns us about Santa Clara? Uh, I mean, for as much – hype that their defense was getting i'm actually more impressed with their offense hmm. um you know they they went to detroit and they were up 41 or 33 to like 10 they almost gave that one away right and so if you're good defense you probably shouldn't give up a 28 point lead or whatever they had they had a, they had a big lead and uh it came down to 41 33 come back next week i think um they played was it the Colts or somebody but it wasn't that impressive and then this game last week to be down and you know kind of tail of two halves they got their ass kicked the whole first half then right. they came back second half yeah. the offense put it together even gave them the lead with 37 seconds but again and on the road in Green Bay night game like I mean you know yeah was it in Green Bay yeah um, yeah yeah well whatever doesn't matter uh I don't know if I had a point there. Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. No, oh, there you go. That's my point. It was in Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was in Santa Clara. I'm yeah, sorry. that's my point. Um, Thank you, producers, Katie and Courtney, for saving me on that one. And me. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Send your angry email. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Look at that. Profesh. Boom. But um, so their, so offense is in, oh, their offense has impressed me more. You asked me yeah. what? No, I was going to say, and save it for the end of the show, but maybe a bit of a shootout in your prediction coming up later. Tease it. So uh, you got to score points to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what about uh, tight end? I mean, that's a strong position for them. Obviously, George Kittle. The middle of our defense has kind of been exploited so far this season. I mean, his last game against Green Bay, seven receptions, ninety-two yards, no touchdowns, but I mean, almost a hundred yards just receiving on seven receptions. He's a beast, right? How are we going to cover him? I mean, everybody, whole team, whole team on him. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying, this is how bad it is. I'm trying to look up, what was it, Conklin? Was that the name of uh, Minnesota's uh, tight end? Yeah, I don't even know. He had the game of his life. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think Kittle's going to do? That's what, that's what I'm trying to go with that one. Yeah. Okay. Got the stats here. What did Conklin have? Who, who I've, uh, you know, no disrespect, Conklin. I'm sure you're great. I've never heard of you. Um, seven of 70 and a touchdown. And he made some tough catches too. Right. Okay. That scares me. Because um, when you got all pro Kittle coming in, who I don't think he gets enough credit as a blocker too. And like the things he does in that run game. But um, his run after catch is ridiculous. Um, guy that can get open and then, you know, make turn a big play, like running away from guys. So are we looking at Jordan Brooks? Who do you think – how do they go about covering him? Well, but Brooks, you know, it's not his fault. He actually played the play pretty pretty well. The touchdown pass to Conklin on that 10-yard out. Um, this is one that, you know, I, I don't know. I'd even maybe bring Diggs down in the box and let, let Diggs because that's probably one of our best coverage guys, hmm. you know? Okay. So. Yeah, well, hopefully we can – not uh, let him get away from us on Sunday. What about our tight ends, though? I mean, I, we brought it up on other episodes. Where have our tight ends been? Because most of the time when they catch the ball, I mean, 
Disley. What Disley like have one for like forty? Yeah, like he's I, stiff arming people down the sideline, and then Gerald Everett looks like every time they throw the ball to Gerald Everett, I think it's DK went and put on a different jersey. They're basically the same build. Oh, yeah. He can move too. Yeah, he can move really athletic. I mean, get him the ball right. Well, let's use our tight ends a little more. Yeah, if they're gonna take away our our, our one and two, lock it in. Uh... And uh, DK, then go inside, man. That's what we have him for, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, again, can Chris Carson get some touches? Right. Like, More that touches. guy needs, unless he got hurt or something. Like, because I didn't see him for a full quarter. You know, Not- well, well, you know what's weird? A TV talked about how he might have had a hamstring or something like that, and he was grabbing at it. But then Pete, even after the game, didn't, no, nothing was mentioned about it ever again. So I have no idea what happened there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Weird. Um, okay, Jimmy G. How about Jimmy G? Last game for him, 25 of 40 for – wait, I, it says 557, but there's no way that's right. <laughs> I think I have a typo on that. Uh, and two TDs. Um, he did throw a pick, though, and we know he's prone to some turnovers, but what are your general thoughts about Jimmy G uh, as QB1 for the Niners? Uh, he doesn't scare me. Okay. So don't you, know. you think we just – I mean, what do you do then? Stack up against the run? I mean, they don't have an – they aren't setting the world on fire with their running game, though. Yeah, he had 257. Yeah, I mean, you know, we that have to pay attention to – huh? That makes a lot more sense than 557. Right? No chance. <laughs> Jimmy G throws for 550. Well, also 25, um, 25 completions for 557. That would be amazing. Yeah, right. I want to take it to that game. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at their run game. They they did try to run it, what, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 22, 22 runs. So they went, they didn't abandon it, which, you know, when Most, Raheem Mostert's out and then, um, I don't know, I think they have another guy that's injured too because Trey was really like the – Trey Sermon right. was like their third option. Um, so they haven't abandoned completely. But um, I'm really – yeah, Jimmy G, show me you can beat us. And look, don't take that – as a, as a challenge or personal Jimmy, because uh, I was talking shit about Josh Allen and he just fucking set the world on fire last week. Yeah. Five touchdowns destroyed me in fantasy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So but, don't do that again. Yeah. So, but I'm saying you, you, you got to put the ball in his hands. You know, they have to prove they can run the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get to him, right? I mean, do you think we can get to Jimmy G? Cause he's, Look, the script is out against the play. Uh, the sorry, against the Seahawks defense. Get the ball to your hand quick. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see what we're going to come out. Um, do we go back to the four three? You know, um, true under overlook, and will we see Barton in there at the Sam where where KJ used to play? Well, I mean, I mean, man, come on, take us inside that meeting room. You've been there. What is going on between Ken Norton Jr. and Pete Carroll this week? Whose defense is this scheme anyway? And because they even said they came out and said it, we need to look at everything. I mean, what does yeah. that mean to you as a former? Well, I, I know with with all the D linemen, I don't know how many we have. Do we have like ten? We kept five linebackers with like Radigan on practice squad. That tells me we were geared up personnel-wise for a 5-2, this stick hybrid defense, you know, where it's almost like a 3-4 or like the Bears back in the day, right? 4-6, whatever they were called. So, okay, if that's it, do we have we, do we have line, enough linebackers to go back to the 4-3? And that's, you know, generally the issue is like, okay, 
if one of those linebackers is hurt, we have four linebackers. If one of them gets hurt, we'd have no replacement. We're gonna have to go nickel defense yeah. or stick with the five, the stick defense, the five two look. So we're in kind of a bind in terms of what we can do. Um, now, you know, if players are telling me uh, that it's a scheme thing and coverage, well, fuck it, boys, we're going man. And if your man catches the ball, you're fucking fired. Push-ups on the sideline. Oh, my God, push-ups. No, just go ahead. Go, go to the locker room. Let me get that jersey. Yeah. And hand it to the next guy. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're going, man, we're going to find out, what, like, wherever that guy goes, you're going. Well, right? and do you, want to, do you want to see other guys get snaps? I mean, do we do a platoon thing in the secondary here where, like, you know, Reed and Flowers get one series and then Sidney Jones and uh, Bless Austin or – uh, who are, uh, Ryan Neal? Anyone else gets a different? I mean, what? Seriously? Like, yeah, no, I would on the table. I, yeah, I would love to see. You know, Neal is one of the biggest playmakers we ever had. Like, every time that guy goes, he picks off a pass. Preseason, yeah. regular season, um, and and he's you know he's bringing the big hit too. So yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind seeing him. And City Jones, we traded for him, so I'm expecting to see him this week. Well, um, and also, I mean, where's our draft pick? Right now, I mean, I know he's injured, but he's like, still injured, right? It just hurts, you know. You take a guy so early, especially at a position of need, you know. Yeah. Got to get him back too. Yeah. Uh, what about rookie Trey Lance? I mean, every time they bring him in, he scores a touchdown. No. <laughs> but, For real. I, I mean, mean, dude, the guy's big. He can move. They bring him in in special situations. Uh, they're kind of doing this two quarterback thing. What do you think of the rookie so far? Yeah, he looks good, and um, you know, even when he was down there. He didn't try to force it, you know. Um, he had a chance to throw to one of the receivers, but they were they were covered pretty well. So he just said, "Hey, I'm going to eat it and just get what I can running the ball." And that's that's rare when you have, especially a rookie taking high, like, "Oh, everybody's counting on me." But it's just, I love the decision making or you know what he what he was thinking in that process. Yeah, uh, balance seven, everybody. Time for a library balance seven um, before I ask Lopez, is this a must win? Let me read this and get this out of the way. <laughs> balance seven. <laughs> it's a energy drink sort of thing that balances out your pH, gets your alkaline all lined up, get rid of the acids. You have a lot more energy. It's like vitamins or supplements. It's in liquid form. Just one ounce a day. That's like taking a shot. You know, like every time the opposing team runs a screen against our defense, take a shot of balance seven, especially if it goes yeah. for 10 or more yards. And you put AJ Wright, take a shot of whiskey and then balance seven. <laughs> balance it out. Go to balance7.com. Use our promo code. Believe? Yep. B L E A V. All caps. $10 off their 32 ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH balancing drink go to work. Again, that's balance7.com. Promo code Believe at checkout. Lofa, last week you said no. Is this week a must-win for our Seattle Seahawks? I don't know if it's a must-win. It's um, one you don't want to lose, for sure. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Pete Carroll says uh, that it's a long season ahead and that they'll correct everything and all of that kind of stuff. I think that 
I mean, look, Seahawks fans obviously are known for freaking out, but we're freaking out. This is a must win. We got to have this one. It's against your rival. It's down in their territory. Uh, we're Around not off to a great start. Yeah, exactly. We're not off to a great start this year. We need to put a full game together. We need to put four quarters together. We need to get after their quarterback. We need to intercept the ball. We need to pick the other team off. We need to smash someone in the mouth. We need to establish an identity. And this is the game to do it again in. This is the game. It's against our hated rival. What better time is there? I'm glad this is recording. Somebody? I'm glad this is recorded because I'm going to send that to the boys. I don't know if anything will get more hype than that. But Come on. I'm pretty stoked about that one. Proud Come of you. on, man. Let's do Proud it. You, right? Don't you think, though, right? Is that the speech you'd be given in the, in the locker room pregame as a captain? Come on. Oh, I guarantee you. When you step into the division, it, it turns up a notch. Not to, like, playoff level, but right. it's, you know, um, especially, you know, we've always gone back and forth with these guys. Um, uh, prediction, I bet Bobby has a turnover because for some reason he just crushes the Niners every time he plays them. So yeah. Can you text him? He does well when you text him. Okay, I'll shoot him a text. Just yeah, all right. But, I mean, I'm just saying, I think even before the text, I think – you know he's he's gonna get he's gonna get the guys right on defense. Russ get the guys right on offense. But this you know not any game means more than the other, but it gets a little more tense in you know preparation for the next for the divisional opponents, and that's what we're stepping into right now. So yeah, I I'm want it for a fight. I want the intensity, dude. And if, if they end up dropping this one, I don't want to see players smiling for jersey exchange photos after the game. I want us. I want the days of the hated, the heated, hate, heated and hated rivalry between these two teams. Let's bring the intensity. Let's lay some lumber on somebody. Let's show this league who we are, and stop posing for Instagram photos and stop reading your comments and just go out there and play football and come back with a win and party on the plane. Right, right, Wayne. Right, Garth. Party on the plane. Party man. on, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely. Ah, playactionpools.com, everybody. Have your office pools on Play Action Pools. Believe football, pick them. Join ours. If you win, you get electric sunglasses or DC suits. Playactionpools.com, the greatest place to host your office sports pools. Also, Zone In CBD. Did we do this one yet? ZoneInCBD.com, the best CBD in the business. Uh, sign up for a subscription. Shows up at your front door like clockwork. You never have to think about it again. The capsules, the tanctures, the topicals, the toothpastes. Soon. <laughs> Use our promo code. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. Hey, is that cap sensitive? You've been saying cap sensitive. Oh, uh, I don't. This one's lowercase on my form. The other ones are all in all caps. So are they? Hey, listen, try it both ways. Okay. You're going to get something. (laughs) Whatever website you're on. I promise. Oh, my God. Uh, Lofa prediction time, my friend. Uh, You guys out there listening can leave your uh, prescriptions. No, your predictions on our Instagram on game day to try to win a, an official Seahawk jersey on us. If you nail the prediction, we'll give you our predictions right now. Lofa, how do you see this one shaking out? Oh, I think it I think it is a high scoring affair. Have not been, you know, really impressed by either defense, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Niners or us. So let's go somewhere in the mid thirties and I mean, do I dare do it? Do I go against the Hawks just to like maybe reverse? Dude, I don't think you ever have. I in haven't the of this show. I only have like twice, just because I'm scared to do it. But I, I try not to be a homer. But I think so you were hard. right both times. Like the other team won. 
both times that you won't be picked against. I'm not happy about it. Don't believe me. Mm. Oh, I believe you. B L E A V. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go. You have to go for the Hawks. <laughs> I like it. Yes, producer Katie. You're right. I'm going Hawks. Uh, big win. 37. Whoa. 32. Take that. 37. Yeah. 32. What with the crazy wow. numbers just for you? Okay, guys, if you disagree with me, email us or leave your comment on our Instagram. But I am going to say that, unfortunately, this I, I you guys I I love our team so much, but I can't just be a homer all the time. Whoa. I I <laughs> what a loser! Oh my gosh! Okay, I, all right. I it, cats look, out of the bag, it, man. It, just, it brings just me no the- joy. But I say that the Seahawks are going to win this one. Oh no! So it does bring me joy then. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting all confused. You guys have me all flustered. My official prediction, because it's always a weird score, is the Seahawks 21 and a half <laughs> hey. to the 49ers 20. I think it's slightly lower scoring, and I think we might just barely squeak this one out. And since I can't win a free jersey anyway, my official prediction is 21 and a half to 20 that's a wrap on the seahawks podcast everybody thanks for listening enjoy the game out there everybody we'll all be here for you i'll be live tweeting during the game our account our official account believe in seahawks always live tweeting all weekend long and stuff like that so interact we're here to support one another or to cheer with each other to revel with tears of joy or to hug each other with tears of sorrow Stop me. I'm getting poetic. What's the breakdown? I don't know. Let's break it down, man. What do you got? My boy Wags always balls against these guys. So I think Wags bring home a ball. Uh, Turnover. Wags gets a turnover on three. All right. One, two, three. Wags gets a turnover. turnover. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.